You're listening to Connect Communities Podcast, recorded live in Stamford, Connecticut. If you'd like to know more about our community, stop by our website at www.connectcommunity.tv. Enjoy the message. Today we're going to look at Psalm 133. It's a great psalm and it links with our vision for the year. So let's begin. Let's look at the first verse. There's only three verses in this psalm. So we're going to keep it short. It's a tiny one. Yeah, but we're going to go verse by verse and really break it down. Um, Here it is. Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters, when, when people dwell in unity. Oh, it is an awesome thing to see people working together, going in the same direction, yes. living with purpose. And yeah. I mean, you see that it's kind of cool when you see it like, you know, family too, yeah. you know what I mean? You can see like when families like each other's company uh-huh. and they spend time together and how things flourish. And it's how something desirable, place. right? It we is. want it. It's attractive. I mean, you Unity see it, <clears throat> excuse me, you see it in a marriage. Yeah. When somebody has a marriage that is united, you're like, that's really attractive. Yes. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody yes. goes, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Right? It's yes. usually, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually, it's very attractive when yes. you see people united. It, yes. Rarely they go, I don't want, like it's yeah. not something that. And unity is within the cadence of scripture. Mm-hmm. Because from the beginning, what did God say in the Torah? I want them to be my people and I want to be their God. I want them to be my people and I want to be their God. You will be my people and I will be your God. There's a rhythm of unity. There's unity in creation. Mm -hmm. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they were one. Mm -hmm. There's unity in men and and, and they shall become one flesh. A husband shall leave his his family and shall become one flesh. Um, There's unity in the New Testament we find unity. With Jesus and the Jesus Spirit. prayed for unity in Psalm uh, 17. Oh, yeah. sorry, in John 17. He said, I want you to, uh, I want them to be one as you and I are one. Mm-hmm. Unity is all over scripture. Uh, Paul writes of unity. If, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, Ephesians 4, one mind, one body, one accord, one spirit, one vision, everybody in one uh, united in yeah. one mindset, one one purpose. Well, the picture in scripture is so brilliant as far as yeah. unity that they call the 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 church the body. The body of Christ. There's only one yes. body, yes. right? And with like all of its members, it's so yes. it, like the picture of unity is like yes. you can't function without your hand. Yes. You can't function without. And this psalm is like reminding us how good mm-hmm. and pleasant. It is when we dwell in unity. The word dwelling there, it means to remain, to stay. It's, 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 it's where you live. Mm-hmm. It's your dwelling. It's where home is. Mm-hmm. It feels like home when we are united, when mm-hmm. we're connected to each other. Yeah, and it's, I think it's important to remember, too, that unity does not mean sameness. Yes, Right? Yes. Because we want to, like, oh, we're united if we all think the same, act the same, you know, yeah, push the same values. That's uniformity. We're, yeah, it's not unity the same. Unity is not uniformity. Yeah, so yeah. we can be united in purpose. We can be united in heart and As have different opinions. As we complement each other. Yeah. yeah, you do things differently. You yes. have differences of opinions. You, yes. you know, you respond differently. And that's mm-hmm. actually the strength of unity. Yes. Like you can all be so different and yeah. yet 
um, be united in heart and vision yeah. and mind, right? And, and, and unity, true unity, gives no room for supremacy. Mm-hmm. True unity has no room for pride. Mm-hmm. True unity requires humility. Mm-hmm. True unity requires uh, that you would prefer one another. That's why the language in the scripture is very encouraging toward consider the other more than yourself. Humble yourselves uh, and, 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 and choose the lower place mm-hmm. so that you can be exalted and so that you can be elevated by others. Mm-hmm. And, and it leads us toward humility. Why? Because unity requires that. It requires that I look at you, that I look at my friend and I say, I, got, I have something to learn from this person. Mm-hmm. I have something that they can teach me. And if we all approach our relationships with this kind of mentality, we grow. We, we, be, we become to belong to each other. We start to belong to each other more and more. And that's where unity uh, uh, solidifies. Mm -hmm. Yes. Next verse. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. This is something that if you've never read the Bible. This is weird. It's like. (laughs) It's like, I'm sorry, oil running down the beard of the head, Aaron. Precious oil on the head running down the beard. (laughs) <laughs> on the beard of Aaron. <laughs> but it means something. It's symbolic. Remember, these is, this is poetry. There's deep symbolism here. Yes. There's deep symbolism. And everybody that, that lived at the time that this psalm was written would, exa- would understand exactly what this yes. meant. Because Aaron was the priest. Aaron was the priest, the high priest, the first high priest of the people uh, since they were liberated from Yes. Israel, the and first high priest of the people. And he went into God's presence as a, repre- as, as a representative yes. of the people. So before God, he was the people of Israel. Yeah. And the oil was the representation of anointing. Yes. Yes. Right. So as Christ, as we are the body of Christ, Aaron represents the people of Israel in mm-hmm. the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about the whole body in one. And the oil does represent the anointing. It, and oil also represents healing. Mm-hmm. Oil also represents medicine. It represents uh, uh, fat. Oil is like is... coconut oil. Does everything? <laughs> I think you put coconut oil on everything. <laughs> it fixes. <laughs> it's good for your hair. It's good for your skin. It's good for your food. It's good for, you know. <laughs> when, when in doubt, coconut oil. <laughs> if your door is creaking, just put coconut oil. That's good for everything. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. This precious oil has a deep significance on healing and the in, in the presence of God. Oil also represents the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's saying that unity is that. Unity brings that. Unity brings healing. Mm-hmm. Unity brings, uh, it's, it's like medicine for our souls. Mm-hmm. And we know that especially after this long pandemic isolation we've had, how awesome it is that we can get together in person. Oh, no joke. So we had been isolated, I don't know, for how long, right? This is 2020. We blocked up in the house to see nobody in person. The first time I went out to hang out with a friend, 
I left that hangout after with so much energy, uh-huh. so alive. I was like, oh my God, I can conquer the world. What else are we going to go do? Yeah. And I texted her. I was like, oh my God, that felt so good. Yeah. Just to be with somebody else. Exactly. And talking and conversation. And yeah. right. It really is refreshing. It's refreshing. It is unity, like being with people and sharing your life, sharing what's, you know, what's going on. Good, bad, ugly, all of yeah. it. Just being able to share and be yourself and feel there's a safety, there's yes. belonging. The there's operative word there is in unity, right? In unity. You can be with people and be in this unity, and that's yeah. not good. No, but that's but you that leaves you drained. And be in strife, that's not good. You yeah. can be in people with people and be divided, that's not good. No. That's why scripture says that a house divided does not stand. Yeah. That's not good. Like so, if you if you're married and you and your spouse are not on the same page and you're in strife. That's not life-giving. No. That's not good. If you if you have a family member, a kid, a child, a parent, uh, a cousin, uh, an uncle, and there's strife there, you can be with them, but it doesn't it doesn't bring no, it life to you. you. It, it drains you. Yeah. So the the operative word here is unity, and we have to strive and have to give ourselves to unity. That's why humility is necessary, but also allowing this unity to minister to us, allowing being with other people. To minister to us, to be this oil that is refreshing, to be this oil that's healing. And, and I think medicine. being protective of it. Yes. Because anybody that comes in to take that, like if you have people around you that mm. you know they like to cause dissension. Yeah. They like to cause strife. Like yeah. that they come in and instead of trying to find points of unity and points of agreement, yeah. they come in looking for where they can divide. Yes. Right? It's almost like every time they come yeah. in, it's a hurricane. Yeah. coming by and then protect that unity protect yeah. your unity like in a marriage for instance there's there's a couple unity and then you can have other people speaking and yeah. other people's opinions and yeah. all of a sudden you're no longer seeing eye to eye like yeah. wait i didn't you know yeah, because and it can a affect. friend said oh what your husband doing or you know another guy friend said oh what, what's your wife doing man and then you give your ear to voices of people that didn't weren't on weren't on the altar vowing with you that, yeah. that did not vow to spend the rest of your life or of their lives with your spouse and did not receive the same vow and you're giving your ear to people who are not as committed who are not as invested in that relationship as you yeah same thing as a, a parenting you can yeah. listen to other parents parent their kids and try to yeah. take their advice and it breaks the unity in your home yeah. between you and your kids because you're yeah. trying to yeah. you know bring in things that were not yeah. for your environment so yeah. all that to say protect the unity yeah. of your environment receive wisdom don't receive any opinion yeah. you know receive good counsel don't receive any critique there, you got to be able to discern that yeah and and the oil of god when when you are in true unity with people you can discern that you can you can figure out like oh, this person is for me mm-hmm. this person is is truly united at heart and they have my best interests at heart and you can tell oh, that person is just envious that comment is full of jealousy and they're yeah. saying that because they don't want actually to see me succeed. They want to find a way to, to sabotage my life so that they can be better than me. And it could be subconscious, right? They might be doing yeah. that not knowing that they're really trying exactly. to. It could be. Yeah, that's what envy you know, and jealousy envy does. Envy and jealousy yeah. kind of just takes hold. But, yeah. you know, we have, we have to protect what yeah. God has. But you see that in competitive environments, yeah. right? Yeah. People trying to at work. Up there's all another. sorts of yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of environments where you can see that. And you got to be discerning on, of who you're going to be united to. Yes. Yeah. So this is great. And, and just one other comment on, comment on this verse. It talks about the, the color of his robes. 
Now, the robe is, is what identified the, the person. The robe is, is, for lack of a better word, the status and the representation of that person. It's what showed if the person was a person of honor. So unity, relationships, they, they enhance those parts of you that bring you honor. It enhances your character. It enhances your integrity. Relationships that are uh, united in, 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 in the sense that what God is talking about here, full of, of the precious oil, full of the presence of the Holy Spirit, relationships that are healing, relationships that are medicine for your soul, that will also enhance the parts of you that are brilliant, that are good, that are divine. Yeah, they will see it and call out of you sometimes yes. when you're not seeing it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, they'll make you shine. Mm -hmm. uh, next verse and last verse. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Now, this has deep significance for the, those who read thousands of years ago, but also for us who are part of the church, because Zion in the Old Testament, every time you read Zion, is a type, is a representation of the church of Jesus Christ in, in modern times. So when you, when, you, when you see Zion there, it's talking about us as a body of believers. It is like the dew of Hermon, meaning it is refreshing. It is nurturing. It, makes, it brings things alive. Unity with the presence of God, with the precious oil, it's like dew. It's so beautiful. It's refreshing. It nurtures our soul when we are in the community of believers. This it's, is very important. It's interesting, right? Because <clears throat> it's the two together, right? The yeah. unity and the presence of God. Yes. So because there is unity without the presence of God, yeah. which can be destructive as well. Yeah, you can be united can be. for the wrong purposes. Wrong purposes. Yeah. What the, what the word is saying is your unity with the presence of God mm -hmm. produces refreshing, not just for you, but for the body. For the body. Right? It, 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 it stretches out. Like yeah. it blesses the people that come in contact. It yes. blesses the community. Yeah. Like that, the kind of unity with God, it, with the presence of God and we doing things together, yeah. just it impacts people. Yeah. Now, you, have, you probably have heard if you've been a Christian for a while, uh, where there's unity, God commands the blessing. I've said that. People say that. Where there's unity, God commands the blessing. But if you pay attention to this psalm, it's not just where there's unity. There's, in, there's something that is implicit there. And, and we need to bring it to light. There's a place. There's a, the scripture here says, where there's unity, where? In Zion. Pay attention. Which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there, there where? The mountain of Zion. The mountain of Zion. In Zion, the Lord has commanded the blessing. The church, the body of Christ, being connected to the body of Christ. There's a blessing for when you are connected to a body of believers. There's a blessing for when you attend a service in person. I know sometimes you like to watch and, and you're not there in person. And sometimes, you know, it's easier to listen to a podcast. But let me encourage you mm -hmm. to honor the scriptures and to be connected in person, to connect to other believers in person. Because the church is not a me. If you grew up in church, you probably heard it. You're the church. The church is not a building. You're the church. It's true to a certain extent. But you by yourself are not the church. This is very important that you learn and understand this because you might think 
man, I'm the church and there's no blessing. Like, what, what's the point? You by yourself, you're not a church. Just like my hand by itself is not me. If, not to be gruesome, but just as an example, if you were to see my hand just walking around town <laughs> and you recognize, oh my gosh, look, it's JD's hand. You wouldn't say like, oh, hi, JD. There's JD. No, there's not JD. That's just my hand. And when you are apart from the body, you are still a member of the body. But here's the question. Are you a member who's connected or are you a member who's severed? A severed member dies. A severed member has no life in them. Yeah. The blessing cannot flow if you're severed. Yeah. So know this today. A church is a we, not a me. Yeah. The church of Jesus Christ is a we, not a me. If you're connected to other people, what, does, what did Jesus say? Where two or three are connected in my name or together in my name, there I am. The church, the ecclesia, the gathering of the saints, the gathering of the people. That's what Jesus was talking about. Not just gather for anything. You can gather with people for coffee and you can talk about politics. You're not gathered in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You can gather f- with people for tea and talk about, I don't know, whatever. You can gather culture, for sports. Could, you sports. can gather for games. You can gather it's for what? gathered in my name. What do we do every single Sunday? We gather in Jesus' name. We focus on Him. We worship Him. We yeah. give to Him. We learn from Him. There, the Lord has commanded the blessing. Life forevermore. You want life yeah. in your life? Connect to a church. Yeah. You want life in your life? Join a team. You want life in your life? Be part of a body of believers, not a severed member. Listen, you are a member. Yes, you are. You are a member of a body. But if you're not connected to the body, there's no light flowing. Connect to the body. Let me encourage you with this. Connect to the body and there will be blessing and the blessing of God will be with you forevermore. Yeah, it is necessary. It is necessary to be connected. I, uh, Maya asked me that the other day. She was like, mom, so can I be a Christian and not go to church? And I actually had this conversation with her like, you know what? You can be a Christian as in you believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. However, you will not grow. You will not develop according to what God has for you. You will not be a disciple If you don't join a body, because that is part of it. That Mm -hmm. is part of the growing aspect. We, the Bible teaches us that iron sharpens iron, right? And we need one another to be, to sharpen. We need one another to grow. The Lord uses people to speak to us. Mm -hmm. The Lord uses people to test us. The Lord uses people to grow and develop that walk of love. How can you demonstrate Christ-like love when it's just you? Yeah. There is, it's the exchange. It is thing, we have to rub shoulders with one another and mm-hmm. be in an environment. Like, we're influenced. Yes. We are highly influenced by our environment. And whether you realize it or not, probably, I don't have the exact math, but maybe 50% of your opinions, probably more, are dictated by other people around you. They're not actually yours that you saw, sat down and really figured out, what did I think about this scenario? You took people that you trusted Mm -hmm. and their views and their research, and you said, you know what, that sounds about right. I'll take that. And if you keep placing yourself in environments where the opinions are not Christ-like and they're not leading to Christ, what happens is your opinions will will become theirs. Well, you know, that opinion will transfer over and you'll start to drift 
and lead a life that is not Christ-like because you're not placing yourself in environments that build, that um, grow the Christ-centered thoughts, life, image, and everything in you. That's so good, honey. That's so good. It's true because we're, we're, we're members of other things too. Yeah. We're a member of our work, members of our workforce, wherever we might work. We're mm-hmm. members of a student body, student body. If you go to school, go to school, member of a gym, you're a member of your family, member of a family. gym. So we're members of different things, but it is, it is important that and primordial that we be members of the body of Christ first and foremost, mm-hmm. because there the Lord has commanded the blessing, and out of that life forevermore will come into these other areas that we're connected to yes and you will yeah. get your identity there yeah very and it's very good big ass- and it's a good thing it's a blessing Absolutely. it's like a precious oil flowing down the beard of aaron meaning it's like syrup on a waffle that's <laughs> flowing and you're having that delicious breakfast Just a image that looks more like half of day. the people loved it half of the people were like oh uh, okay let me think of- it's like the sauce on the pizza that's falling <laughs> to the side. Let's try to give a different image. It's like lime on broccoli. <laughs> it's only Mariella like that. <laughs> Nobody else. It's it's delicious. It's awesome. <laughs> yes. Listen, thank you for joining us today. We're so glad you were able to join us for this awesome Fourth uh, of July service, and we want to encourage you to connect to God, to be part of His church. Yes. And if you haven't made that decision yet, we want to give you the opportunity to connect to Jesus and to make Him the Lord of your life right now. Would you pray this simple prayer with me and repeat Mm -hmm. after me? Say, Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Bring me to a place of unity. Bring me to a place of unity. With you. With you. And with your church. And with your church. Forgive me of my past. Forgive me of my, my past, present. My present. And I give you my future. And I give you my future. Thank you for everything. Thank you for everything. Be my Lord from this day forward. Be my Lord from this day forward. In your name I pray. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you pray that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. We encourage you with three things every service. First, allow today to be a day of new beginnings. God has called you into a new life from darkness to light. Not because you were a dark person. Maybe you were. Maybe you were not. But it's light in the sense of there's clarity in your life. He's bringing you to a place where He has a plan for you. And as you connect to God, you begin to uh, bring that kind of clarity to your mind. Second thing is this. Read your Bible every single day. If you can, uh, if you have a Bible, start with the book of John. Um, Read the Gospels. Read the Psalms. Psalms are great uh, poems for you to read. And if you don't have a Bible, we'll give you one next Sunday when you come together on July 11th. And the third thing is this. Come together as often as you can. Be part of our services here in Stanford. If you're not in Stanford, join a local church where you are. And we believe God will use you mightily. Yes. We encourage you to give us one year of your life. And if everything doesn't change or things don't change, we'll give you your coffee back. (laughs) I love it. Come be a part. Yes. Engage. Not one Sunday. Things don't change on a Sunday. Yeah. It's like showing up for it's the, the gym. It's the compound effect. Yeah, yeah. You know, and thinking that you're going to lose 50 pounds in, in one, one day. day. Your mind's not going to change completely in one Sunday. Yeah. But progressively, you will begin to see the hand of God in your life. Yes. And things do change. Love you yes. guys. Love Bye-bye. you. Bye.